Early morning is one of my favourite times. Um, all you can hear is just the birds waking up and, you know, the Marama dogs chasing me for their attention and the, the, you know, the chickens, you can hear them the way that they walk around the paddock. They, they chat to each other or they'd be scratching. It's, it's, it's soul regenerative. It's, yeah, it just makes me feel great. This is The Producers. I'm Anthony Huckstep. For Kim Kiss and her husband Brian, grassland poultry is more than just producing chicken meat. For over 30 years, they've practiced regenerative farming. And in recent years, they've added their prized Australian heritage breed summer lad chickens to the mix. Ethically grown and free to roam, just as nature intended. I'm the youngest of four kids. Mum had four in five years. My youngest memory was probably doing chores with animals on the farm, (laughs) being dragged around, mustering cattle and doing things, being on a pony before I went to school, like because mum worked on the farm just as much as dad did. So um, we all had a job, which is fun. The Kisses run a property called Merrimy in the foothills of the central west slopes and plains of New South Wales. In a region with cool winters and moderate summers, the 1,500 hectares of land rises from the creek flats to lower slope grazing that help form an idyllic place for animals to live their best lives. The farm that we're, that we're on at the moment is Ben and my husband's family. So, and I literally um, married the boy next door. Um, so I was, <laughs> I was brought up on a farm um, a couple of places down the road. Um, not that Brian and I knew each other very well when we were growing up. Um, it just was one of those things that happened. So that's how I ended up here. It's 25 k's east of Wellington, um, which is in central west New South Wales. Um, we've on a property here, uh, it's 1,500 hectares, and um, we've been regenerative agriculturally looking after the landscape for nearly 30 years. So that's where we are. Yeah. Growing up on a self-sustaining farm, Kim learned early on about how to manage the land and what it produces. Chickens have always been part of the day-to-day life on the farm, but it wasn't until one day in 2018 when Kim realised she wanted others to experience the incredible eating properties of these heritage breed chickens. We sort of just really fell into it, Anthony. It was, um, it was something that if we look back on it, we probably wouldn't have taken on. Um, The breeding part of chickens is not just like putting the bulls out. It's um, quite complicated. And for us, the chickens just, um, we never really said no to chickens. I've always grown my own poultry and we've always fed our own, um, eaten our own food. So it was just... yeah, so it was just led into led into into doing it on a more commercial scale, so other people could enjoy what we what we do. We started commercially doing chickens in two thousand and fifteen, and we started breeding the summer lads here on farm uh, in two thousand and eighteen. Uh, so it's been a big learning curve for us. <laughs> um, from we we normally would just get the day old chickens in and then grow them out and. Um, but having the breeding stock on farm, uh, it's just it's it's a little bit more complicated. 
but we really like the idea of that we do everything here on, on the farm. So we breed, we hatch them out, we grow them, and we also have built ourselves a purpose-built um, a processing facility. So we, we do we do everything here with our birds. So there's animal welfare is really important to us. So there's no travel off the farm. There's no stress for the birds. Um, and I think really, Anthony, the, the big thing is over the whole of what we do with our, with our summer lads is that we have total control over it. So we know what they're fed. We know how they've been looked after. Um, and, you know, that's really important to us. So especially, you know, in the processing end, because not everybody likes to talk about that, but, um, but it's a fact of what we eat. And um, so, yeah, so to have our own facility on farm just for us is, is very important. Yeah. It's no stretch to say that summer lad poultry is unlike any other available in Australia. Extensive development of heritage genetics has resulted in slower growing birds with active foraging ability and a far greater ability to flourish in Australian conditions. The summer lad chicken is so robust in, in, and it's because it's been developed for all conditions in Australia. I think it could grow anywhere um, and thrive. So... And we've seen that here in, in just in the seasons that we've been doing it. Like we're having a bumper cracker of a season at the moment. Though the majority of the time that we've been growing these birds, it was in the biggest dry spell that Australia had ever seen. And they and they still and they still, you know, performed at their at their best. And and, you know, award, they were award winning. They've won, you know, delicious awards and things all through those different seasons. So I think that's, you know, it's such a credit to the genetics of them. And that's why they're so important, I think, for Australia. One thing that I just really like about the summer lads and our little chickens is that when they're just starting to, like, if they're about a week old and they're getting a bit, like, you know, plucky and cocky, you know, they, they'll they take you on and, you know, I'm, I'm 20,000 times bigger than it and and they sort of shape up to you as if, like, you know, especially the little rooster guys and they as like, I, I'm, you know, I'm the boss here and I just think I'm, a, you know, they're just, yeah, they're just funny to watch the way that they <laughs> they do those sort of things and if you've got anything lying around that will, you know, um, in the brood, They'll swing off it, you know, and they'll push each other off this off it to, to say, you know, like playing king of the castle. Um, so yeah. The vision of the Kisses property is to maintain an environmentally friendly and productive farm with healthy perennial pastures. The less they intervene, the better the outcome for the land and the chickens. We grow our birds out to um, anywhere between 10 to 14 weeks. Uh, so they have... Um, when they're hatched, they go into what we call a brood, um, so that mimics them being under mum and her looking after them and her body heat. And they stay in the brood until they're completely have feathered and have adult feathers. And so that's around about two and a half weeks to three weeks, and then they have access um, to outside. So we brood, we do everything a little bit different from most conventional um, chickens, we put our brood in our shelters out in the paddock. So they go out there as day-olds and then the shelters have um, flaps on the side. So two to three weeks, depending on the weather, those flaps open up and then the birds are allowed to come in and out and regulate what they want to do. And so that's when their natural instincts um, kick in. 
And so they, they'll go out to feed, they'll go and chase bugs and whatever they do. <laughs> and, and they only, they, and you know, if, if, if they want to be in the shelters, they can. Um, we get some chickens that once you let them out, they never want to come back. They find a tree or a rock or something and that, that's what they make home, which comes to when you have to catch them. Interesting. But, um, yeah, this is, you know, this is important to us, letting them do their own thing um, like nature intended. From her experience with cattle and sheep farming, Kim knew that animal welfare and sustainable farming are innately connected to delivering a great taste too. And when you're talking food, although taste is everything, the integrity of the bird and the quality of the day-to-day life on the farm comes first. Our average day is not too bad. So it's an early morning start. Um, we, One of us will go over to the growers out in the... Um, out the paddock just to check because we really don't need to do anything um, to interfere with them. They just follow nature. So they're never locked up. So, and that we have Marema dogs that look after them. So we just check, we just check to make sure that the water's fine and the feed's right and nothing's happened overnight. Um, and then pretty much it's, we just let, we just let them do their thing. And then our, in the afternoons, we'll, we'll, we'd look after the breeders, so we'd be collecting all the eggs from the breeders that then go into fridges to, um, to until we um, put them in the incubators later on. So that's a daily thing. Um, so it's just those sort of maintenance maintenance things on a um, on a daily basis, uh, and then on a weekly basis we do things like um we'll weigh our breeders and our young chickens just to make sure not the growers this is the breeding part of them just to make sure that they're healthy and that we're doing the right thing and they're getting enough feed uh it's a very fine line with breeding chickens for egg production because our these are not egg layers these are meat birds so if they get um yeah so we all of those little things is just what we do but we because we do other things on the farm as well. It's not just all chickens all the time. The key motivator when Kim started farming poultry was to give people of the region access to healthy, ethically grown food that tastes great. But given the unique qualities of the summer lad, it wasn't long before chefs and boutique providors came knocking. So um, they go into um, into Sydney, um, to different outlets into Sydney. And I also deliver around regionally to to our local towns because the, when we fir- when we first started, these guys and our region with our, our supporters, this is how we got off the ground. So I think it's really important that I still provide them healthy food if they if they want it. And they also go to Brisbane. Um, there's some outlets in Brisbane uh, with them. The restaurants um, they. It's hard for them at the moment, obviously, in lockdown. Um, so that's, you know, my heart goes out to them. Um, the Zin House in um, Kim Curry in Mudgee uh, have supported us right from the beginning of when we started doing um, chickens. She's an advocate of, of buying local food and does amazing things. And the the and also um, Simone Hawke from Lolly Redendi in Orange, the Two local hatted restaurants that uh, have just been, you know, so supportive of us. And you know, we've had disasters and things, and not been able to supply. And they, they, they totally get what farmers are about, and and you know, just 
understand that sometimes the product's not there or it's, you know, or we've got whatever. We work together and um, I think that's really important. Ask any chef that places emphasis on quality produce. Simplicity, when it comes to food, is king. And when it comes to Australian heritage summer lad chicken, if you keep it simple, you'll discover what chickens used to taste like. What I suggest that anybody that hasn't eaten a summer lad chicken before is that they do nothing with it, that they don't cover it any spices or, or and if, it, if they've roast, got a whole chicken and they're roasting it, just, just cook it normally, you know, uh, and enjoy the flavour of real chicken and what pasture-raised chicken tastes like. Uh, and then, you know, as you get addicted to it, um, you know, be be adventurous and do other things with it. But I think I think chicken has always has been a protein for so long to carry different other flavors, and because it didn't doesn't have the depth of flavor that that our chickens have. So yes, yeah, so my my tip to everybody if um, you haven't had summer lads before is do as little as possible to it and and enjoy the difference in the taste. So it's deeper and richer. Um, the texture is a bit more firmer. Um, because they're out in the paddock and they grow, you know, their lives are a lot longer than the commercial normal chicken. So they have um, muscle texture. So it's not tough or anything. It's just, it's, it's just, yeah, like meat's meant to be. Um, and the fat is amazing. Um, the fat is just to die for. Jim is the first to admit that growing this amazing Australian heritage breed is more challenging than they'd imagined but it's reinforced the importance and value of their farming practices and given a platform to showcase the benefits of them. I suppose one of the biggest changes is that it's given us a platform uh, to get the way that we farm and the, and our ethics and what we, what we care about across to people that we normally wouldn't have. Um, so we've been regenerative agricultural um, practicing on the farm since the early 90s. So we've done workshops and my husband's done education with other people and and you know field days and things but once we got into food um it opened the door to educate people about looking after soil on a completely different level that we wouldn't have met before before we were working with farmers now we're working you know it's anybody that's interested in good food so yeah I think we I think we're just really lucky that we went into into this step by step we, and we didn't decide to do everything at once. Like, so um, we're very practical people and we like to keep things very simple. So I think that's what we learned and validated the way that we farm, that you just do small things and do them well and then that leads on to the next, onto the next thing. So there's so many things that we learned about chickens that I didn't even know chickens could do um, that – and and how we treat them and, and their animal welfare and, and all of that. I, just, I don't know where to start to say the learning curve was huge. <laughs> it was huge. Now, with the foundation of their business sound, Kim is looking to spread the word to allow more people access to healthy, ethically grown food. So for, with grass and poultry and, 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 our, um, and the summer lads and... I suppose the next thing is is just to make sure that we can get the product out to more people. So that's increasing our breeding herd and or flock, I should say, and um, and and yeah, just sort of 
making sure that, that it's sustainable and that people have access to a different choice of chicken. It's very rewarding working with landscape and having the ability to be able to to just um, look after it and regenerate it and leave it in a better condition than, than when we arrived um, without um, interfering with nature. I think that's what I enjoy about the way that we we farm. Uh, it's We're using animals and building soil and, you know, the wildlife and the trees. It's the outdoors. I think it's that all that, that connection. And then growing chickens like the summer lads and providing good, healthy, clean food and giving other people that connection to to what we do, I think is, is really important. And it's, we're just blessed that we'll be able to do it. For Kim, this is more than farming chickens for meat. It's about allowing as many people as possible to eat well and have peace of mind that a chicken product is truly healthy. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we share the stories of producers, farmers, makers and growers, the true lifeblood of the food industry. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or email us at producerspodcast at deepintheweeds.com.au.